Hello and welcome to Shop Talk, the real estate show. I'm John Forche, and today my guest is Joe Sonona, team leader at the Joe Sonona team at Verdeshi Realty and CEO of Sonona Speak Seminars. Hey, Joe, thanks for joining me today. Thank you very much, John. Okay, so we're going to start, let's just start with your background a little bit. How did you get into the world of real estate? Well, nearly by accident. I come from a teaching background, and I was teaching in the Bronx at 141, uh, PS 141, and I was calling my room to order in the early morning hours of September, the end of September. They thought there was a sub coming in, and I had already acquired my real estate license the summer of 89. So September of 89, I came into my classroom, saw that my room was out of order, kids were going wild, and threw a chair in the corner, southwest corner of the room (laughs) to get order. And uh, after asking them to quiet it down, and finally when I did get the order, uh, behind me was the head of the Board of Ed writing me up for disorderly conduct and uh, anger management uh, classes that I had to take later on. Oh, yeah. They don't like it when you throw (laughs) chairs. No, they don't (laughs) like that either. (laughs) But um, it was either I took a leave of absence or I was forced to quit, and I don't quit. So I did take a leave of absence in the hopes of returning, and here I am almost 30 years later in the real estate business. Wow. So, so, so you said uh, you, you got your license in 89, your real estate license? summer of 89. And yeah. why'd you do it? I mean, you were teaching at the time. Why, why well, go into real estate? Uh, my first broker uh, sold my mom and myself and my sister uh, a home here in Island Park, New York. And uh, she thought it would be great if I got my real estate license and uh, joined her as a part-timer. And I said, I don't know about that. And uh, she said, well, you could always put it on your resume. And I says, you know what, maybe I'll give it a try. I do like homes and I do like going to open houses. At the time, my mother had seen or prior to that, my mother had seen two years for two years over 100 houses with this lady. And I tagged along. (laughs) That's a lot of houses. I did acquire a knowledge for the real estate market where we were looking, and um, I knew just about every home on the market in three towns, and um, I, I had already acquired a knowledge of you know, the process of buying a home, and had a, somewhat of an interest, so I, I decided to pursue it as a part-timer, but then little did I know, as Robert Frost poem, uh, two roads had diverged in a wood. And uh, I took the road less traveled, and it really has made a difference in my life over the years. Wow, that's great. Yeah. So, so what is it about the real estate industry that, that gets you excited? I mean, you've been in it for almost 30 years now? Uh, yes, and, and every day kind of feels like the first day. It's, it's, I tell people that I, I love real estate like Oprah loves bread. <laughs> and I, I love to, to empower people. I love to work with the public. It, sometimes it has its, uh, its trying times. You know, people don't understand really what a real estate agent carries on their shoulders. You know, yeah. we, it's been said time and time again that we are not just realtors. We're uh, therapists. We're, uh, 
we're professional therapists that wear many hats and sometimes those hats could be that of a marriage counselor, an arbitrator, um, a, a consoler, you know, someone who's holding, hand-holding their first-time buyer into the process. Um, it's just, it's, it has so many aspects to it. And, and what I love about it is that the freedom to just be who you are and have that independent feeling of making up your own hours, getting dressed the way you want to get dressed, and of course, professionally, of course, <laughs> and, and just managing your business from A to Z. And I always say it's not a nine to five job. It's, an, it's a sun to moon job. Yeah. <laughs> it really is because you don't know when your client or customer wants to go out and see some houses or even have you over to list their home. So uh, in addition to real estate, I mean, you, leading the team at Verdashi Realty, you also, uh, you also have your, your speaking company, right? You're the CEO correct, of Sonoma correct. Speaks Seminars. So yeah. why, do you think, been, why do you think speaking is, is a worthwhile way to spend your time? Well, uh, in real estate, everything became the same. You know, it's, I don't want to say monotonous, but everything has a cycle to it. And sometimes it, it's just a, a cycle that repeats itself. So about um, five years ago or so, I, I said, you know, right after surviving a hurricane, I, I said, you know what, there has to be another avenue to stay in the business because my business had flatlined, literally. And um, I said, there has to be another way of, of staying in the business and make it a little bit more interesting. And I was already teaching. I've been an instructor for real estate uh, for about 16 years, teaching the pre-licensing. So I reinvented myself as a speaker. I attended the National Speakers Association conference, and I determined after that conference that I wanted to be a real estate instructor slash speaker. And I formed a less than two years ago Sonona Speak seminars to give agents that feeling that they could get the one-on-one coaching, they could get the uh, the uh, hands-on experience of a real estate agent who has and is still doing real estate. So I can identify with their problems and their issues in the field. And on a national level, um, I could speak to an audience who has the same issues and the same profession as myself and, and could get also that empowerment that they're looking for that um, they need direction. And I want to be their compass, and I want to change the face of real estate by teaching only good habits, which is my mantra in Sonona Speaks. It's to learn only good habits. There's yeah. bad habits out there. People need to learn good ones. That's great. You know, it's a stat that's thrown around a lot that 87% of real estate agents fail in their first five years. Why do you think that is? Because they don't have a business plan uh, to really go forward when they, you know, when they begin, uh, they should have a, uh, they should have some coaching. They should have a business plan. They should put down their personal goals, their professional goals. They need to have a vision board uh, all set up prior to even taking. Uh, the wheel of, of becoming a real estate agent, they should have this in their mindset. 
this is not a nine to five business. They have to get out of the mindset of clocking in, you know, that, that proverbial, uh, you know, clock in with the, with the, uh, with punch the card, card, you know, yeah. and your punch card, boom, boom. And, <laughs> and here you are ready to work. This is not that business. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stability of a paycheck is, is the instability of a payday. And that is, you know, for some people, uh, they call it commission. And, you know, the public views that as an ugly word. So I say fee for services rendered. And that's not my word. That's a motivational speaker who taught me. Yeah. And uh, I always uh, looked at this business as a, you know, this was never a, um, a safety kind of business, a fail safe kind of business. This was always a business that you had to take risks in and you had to work extremely hard to build up your black book of clientele and 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 then you could do something with that later on you could deal with first generation second generation i'm dealing with almost third generation already and uh and and the secret to that um agent not failing in their first five years is to get to know people and to engage in consistent conversation as les brown says and to to be uh, always ready to be always on and to have your business cards ready and 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 know what you're talking about the the knowledge the power behind the knowledge the education is priceless of what we learn in real estate um, people say oh you just learned from a book it's a textbook and you pass the course and you pass the test it goes beyond that yeah. It's not one of those uh, businesses where, all right, we took a, two tests and we're licensed. It has to go beyond that. And that, and that is a message directed to every broker and, and, and because 87% of all real estate agents fail because brokers fail to educate their agents. Yep. And, and they are throwing up their hands as we probably are speaking this in this podcast, and they're throwing up their hands and saying, I don't want to teach my agents. I don't want to keep empowering them because they're tired, these brokers. I can't blame them, but it's like Rocky. You have to reinvent yourself in the ring, and you have to go back to the beginning, and the beginning is basics 101. Know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, on the subject of basics, how do you train new agents when they join your team? How do you train them up? Well, we have a uh, a professional business plan. We just rewrote a training manual for them uh, so that they could um, have a, a, a base when they come in. They have a, a you know a, a know how. They, they start out with previewing the inventory and uh, they have to come to our training classes and and then they have to also have a vision for themselves, uh, professional development, and that is um, going and getting designations, uh, professional designations. Professional development is not just CE credit. Mm-hmm. It's also having a designation that gives you ultimately that CE credit, you know, in the way of what is your specialty? What is your niche? You know, are you a seller's agent? Are you a buyer's agent? Are you a person who sells second home resorts? Are you someone who is going to teach, uh, you know, uh, 
be out in the field and 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 deal with a lot of your you know diversity and and there's a designation for that there's a designation for working with seniors there's a whole array of it and that's why i said this there's a whole menu ready for that new agent to attack and the first designation they should really go for is the designation that i only took uh, in the last two years called GRI, Graduate Realtor Institute. And um, and that will give them a basis of what this business is about. And then after that, SRS, Sellers Representative Specialist. And after that, Accredited Buyer Representative. And people just like, they look at me like they have three heads and they go, <laughs> why should I have all this professional development? Because that's going to give you no pun intended, the foundation to build your house of cards. Yeah. That this way, you're not a schmo out there getting viewed like the rest of the real estate agents that are out there that don't have or don't even want that that professional development. And those are the people that drop out of the business because, you know, some people, they come into this uh, industry with high aspirations and they say to me, you know, I want to dabble in real estate. Yeah. I start my new agent orientation classes that I teach. And I go, what do you mean dabble? Like an artist? <laughs> Get the hell out of here. <laughs> but what are you doing? This is not an industry. I, I don't like uh, and I don't respect people who have this, this vision that they weren't. See, they were given that vision by people who make it look easy mm-hmm. to be and they go, yeah, come on board, be my assistant. But meanwhile, the the person could have another specialty, and and they could be either a, a mechanic or a teacher or or somebody in the in a in a blue collar industry, in a white collar industry. Now you're going to get into our industry, our profession, and you're going to see how really difficult it is to be a real estate professional. And now you're you're shocked, and 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 then you go, well, I I can't hack it. You know, this was a lot harder than I thought. When you're counseling new real estate agents, what kinds of habits do you recommend that they form early in their career? Work with the highest level of integrity. Always. Yeah. Uh, again, I was trained by one of the best realtor uh, mentors in the very beginning. And that is uh, also grab a mentor in the in the very beginning and listen to motivational speaking. And uh, on the subject of integrity, he taught me that you know if you're going to say something at ten, don't change your script at one. Uh, always work with that high level of integrity, and you can't you can't go wrong. Uh, the habits that you put on are like skins. And if you put on the ugly skins, eventually you'll get to the core of you and you will be ugly in this business and you will be uh, so out of the business and, and your reputation will follow that way. But I, I come across a lot of people that say, you know what, you haven't changed a bit. <laughs> well, because my script hasn't changed a bit because I, I am genuinely that person that, that sells, goes out there, tries to make a living. So I, I, I rented once to this uh, gentleman who uh, we looked throughout the apartment and the only de- defect in the apartment was is that the uh, shower was higher on a platform 
than the toilet and the and the the commode and the sink. So the shower was way high, and this gentleman was about six foot. So when he got into the shower, he had to crouch down, and there was the spout of the nice. water. And he goes, listen, he goes, I don't think I can take this shower anymore. I, I don't think I can take this apartment because of the shower. And I said to him, well, how many minutes do you take for a shower, if I may ask? And he says, about five minutes. And I said, well, it's not. And I, it just came right out of me. And I said, well, it, 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 it's not like you're going to live in the bathroom. I said, you're <laughs> living in the apartment. And he goes, and he thought about it for a second. And he says, you know what? You're right. He goes, I love this apartment. He goes, and I can live with the shower. And when I told my wife that, she said, boy, Joe Sinone, you could sell just about anything, maybe the <laughs> Brooklyn Bridge along with it. And I didn't mean it like I was BSing the guy. Right. I meant it like, you know, if it was my apartment and, and this was something that I really liked, I could live with that. Yeah. I, can, I have to compromise some choices, you know. And, you, I mean, you weren't lying to him. I wasn't lying to him. Five minutes of his day. I said, you're not going to live in the bathroom. (laughs) You know, it's five seconds, five minutes. Yeah, yeah. And then you're going to step down. You're going to do your other business there, whatever. I says, how many showers does a person take during the day? (laughs) You know? So he started to laugh and I did the rental. But there There are times like that, that, you know, you you have to kind of, I was taught the soft sell approach. So if that was a hard sell approach, that's my best hard sell. <laughs> you know, sometimes people need that extra guidance, that reality. Yeah. You know? and, uh, and and some of the things that I, I teach a new agent is just be you. You know, just have that natural conversation with people, whether it's a seller selling their house or someone buying their house or someone even renting a house. Just be who you are and talk from a personal experience, you yeah. know. I'm a very great, uh, I, I consider myself to be a very good storyteller. And uh, I can tell you a story and put all the characters and pieces together in, mm-hmm. in one shot and, and really tell a good story. But I think real estate is a story every day for a new agent. I think that if you're not telling your story, then you are that proverbial salesman that people perceive us to be. After the break, Joe gives advice to new agents and talks about how he deals with the ever-changing tide of new technology. Since 2012, Food for Thought has donated over 250 tons of food in an effort to eliminate weekend hunger for children in the Denver area. The average elephant weighs 4 tons, so Food for Thought has provided 62 elephants worth of food to hungry kids so far. To contribute to the next elephant worth of food, visit foodforthoughtdenver.org. So what are what are three essential things that a new agent should do in their first year once they get their license? Uh, find a very good broker slash mentor. Uh, and that's, uh, I always tell people, interview five to seven brokers in the pre-licensing class way before you even get your license. This is a big decision and yeah. it has to be done very, very carefully. Uh, interview the big firms, interview the, even the small firms and see the difference right away and see that you're not going to get lost in the shuffle. Educate yourself with as much as your association gives you. My favorite four-letter word is free. So some associations have free material. You can go on YouTube and grab a whole bunch of stuff from great motivational speakers that are out there in the field. 
that are also in the real estate field, but also people that are unrelated to real estate because there's a philosophy and a psychology behind real estate that you have to show to your clientele. And I don't think um, the motivational speakers have it just yet. So other motivational speakers have it. TED Talks is a very good um, avenue that I, I, I like to direct people to. Um, and then also build a business. You know, guide your business and build and, and, and redefine your business plan yearly. Uh, year after year, make up new goals. And don't start on December 31st and say you quit smoking and by January 15th you're smoking again. <laughs> Stick so to you them. <laughs> to start, you have to start your business goals and your business planning in October. That's a very good month to start. And it's uh, even though it's fall, it's change. And it gives hmm. you a sense that, hey, you know what? I'm looking forward now to the new year. I have my systems in place and I'm going to hit the ground running January 2nd. Um, and, and if you fail, uh, my other uh, piece of advice, part two, is that if you fail on Monday, there's no reason why you can't get up on Tuesday and say, all right, I'm going to turn the page and yesterday is gone and today is now. And tomorrow, you know, no one knows what tomorrow is going to be. So stop trying to be the director, the actor, the producer and the writer because you, you plan tomorrow and then if some wrench comes in the way of your of your plans even on your daily routine as i tell my team members you know you go on with the next day and you plan again and you keep planning again and and you'll see that your success will follow if you put your service first a lot of people look at their success first and and they put their service last i say put it first and you'll see that you can really quote unquote kill it <laughs> in this, uh, in any market that you're in, even in a bad market, you can still uh, be successful. So, how do you think real estate helps to build a sense of community? And I don't mean just you know the actual physical community, but just the the feeling of community. If we're talking about getting to know one's infrastructure and, and fear of influence, I think that if you're not giving back to your community, you're not building up your real estate career. So in order to build a sense of community, you have to be part of that community. Uh, we started to do um, uh, community uh, videos, videos about businesses this year. I have a, um, uh, a page on Facebook called South Shore Living where I interview only businesses and it's not just restaurants. It's any type of business that I go in and I go, hey, how would you like to come and be part of this? Because a lot of community, uh, you know, business people especially don't have a Facebook presence. So what I do is I try to give them that presence. And, you know, and I start off every, you know, uh, interview is, you know, hey, this is Joe Sonona coming to you live from. And that's the, the extent of me. Hmm. Everything else is all about whatever uh, that business is in, in that community and being part of an organization like Habitat or Ronald McDonald House or anybody, anything that's in your community that gives back to people kind of builds a sense. And then people know who you are. They go, hey, what do you do? And they start engaging and they, I do real estate and leave it light. Don't, uh, as we say, vomit on them, <laughs> you know, because... Uh, eventually you're going to get that referral from yeah. that 
that community that you're you're giving back to. So I think in order to build a sense of community, you have to give back to it. And have you seen an impact on your business from from doing those kinds of videos? Oh, totally. I, yeah. I, you know, I last year alone, I I probably added about forty thousand dollars to my income just doing Facebook videos. Wow. I'm exploring this whole Instagram TV now and mm-hmm. LinkedIn uh, with the video there too. I think video is by far the best medium we have and it's free, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. And a lot of agents, they're fearful of doing that. And I think that if they don't incorporate at least one piece of technology into their business, they will be out of business. They'll be part of that 87% of realtors. Yeah, absolutely in the digital age you know well real estate as an industry it's it's so slow to adopt these new technologies as they come up and you know a few years ago snapchat was all the rage in the marketing world and um i saw a few articles about what it can do for your real estate business but do you see people doing using things like snapchat or you mentioned uh, instagram tv like do you see a lot of that with real estate well, I see it in the millennial um, uh, age group because I have uh, several millennials on my team. So they use Snapchat. They use Instagram. Um, I'm more of a leaner toward Facebook. Mm-hmm. I, I look at my LinkedIn. Those are the four um, areas that I focus on mostly. And I'm, you know, it's a lot of time consuming, you know, for an agent to be on social media. So my advice is pick one and, and stick to one if you'd like, and stick to the one that makes you, you know, money and where your clientele is coming from. Um, having that branding presence is so important. Uh, I, the guy that, um, I used to advertise on shopping carts and buses and banners and all the sorts of stuff that was very expensive, mm-hmm. you know, in the print ads and, and, and the local, uh, newspapers, I, that guy's chasing me now <laughs> because he's competing with this digital age and, right. and, and, and I'm glad to some degree that this is all free. Uh, this is making money. But this is also helping people because I don't just go out there and say on social media, I'm a real estate agent. I'm doing, um, you know, these episodes, as I call them, uh, on, on I want to show people the, the human side of me, number one. And number two, I want to show them gratitude. So I pick people I thank. I, I have this, uh, this episode called The 100 People Thank You. And I pick 100 people in my life to thank them for being in my life. I hmm. think I'm number 14 now. because it's And it's taking its time because I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm stretching it out. And I don't care if it's a year or two years. A friend of mine did uh, 100 people I love you to. You know, as, as his gratitude, I wanted to do 100 people thank you. Um, just so that people can see that. It's not just me about real estate. I did an anniversary video last year on September 13th, which is my anniversary. And by the time I got home, I had 600 views. (laughs) Uh, I have over 2,000 viewership with that, 2,700 views, because people see that I was genuine in the video and I was 
just not. And I, and I even said thank you, and I, I, I inspire new agents that come in the business. Stick with it. Be who you are. Be genuine. Use these, uh, use these outlets, these, this, 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 this technology to your advantage. And I say that also to people who have been in the business, who are afraid to use this technology. It's not going to come out and bite you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what they think, you know, I'm, oh, I'm afraid, I'm afraid. Well, stay where you are, keep doing what you're doing, and that will probably work for you for some time. And, um, you know, let's face it, uh, we do this business to the point where we feel we're going to be carried out of our, our offices and probably, you know, horizontally. I, I like what you said, though, about, you know, picking one technology that works for you and sticking to it. Because I think that the reason so many uh, realtors are scared to do this stuff is that they hear uh, all the platforms we've been talking about and they think they have to do all of them. They have to go from nothing to active on every single one of them, which of course... That that's daunting. <laughs> that's that's a lot well, to ask. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and a lot of people, you know, they they're going to um, there's going to be a big shakeout. I predict in the next couple of years, where people are just going to be overwhelmed by uh, the new way of selling real estate. You know, and this is and and by the way, this is this is something that social platforms have been. Uh, teaching us for the last 10 years alone is that to get with the program and, and adapt to these new measures because, listen, a robot cannot show a house. Mm-hmm. A realtor can. And that's that's the God's honest truth, that a realtor is still useful and, and is still the catch person, the middleman between the buyer and the seller. And uh, that buyer and the seller... They need that middleman. I don't care if anybody disagrees with me. Uh, I still see a need for our industry. And uh, virtual tours, virtual uh, anything is not just going to sell real estate. People sell real estate. Mm -hmm. But they need the background of the digital media, the social mediums to keep current with people because people do forget you in this business. Even after five years, you know, people do jump ship and they try another realtor. There's no reason to try another realtor unless that realtor gave you a reason to try someone else. You know, that's, that's my philosophy on that. So how do you make sure that somebody doesn't have a reason to try a different realtor after you've closed Uh, the, the deal with them? Well, I I try I, I do a lot of things. First of all, um, Brian Buffini has a great uh, contact real estate management system that I use, and I keep current with with his uh, flyer system. If I don't like the flyers that he puts out, I make up my own. But lately, his stuff has been great, and I send it out to my clientele that I have in the CRM. I have over three thousand clients that I hit uh, almost every month with note cards, phone calls, uh, flyers, market generator reports, conversation in the streets. Um, A real estate agent who isn't busy, isn't engaging, and isn't managing their business. But this is what it takes to manage your business, is to be consistently doing and always on so that when you're out in the streets, you should be talking real estate. This is how you build up a business, and this is how you build up referrals. 
um, you know, I'm doing this and also speaking at the same time. You know, people say, Joe, you have this incredible energy. Well, it's because I love what I'm doing. It's not a job. You know, it's not a nine to five job. I'm not clocking in. Yeah. You know, at six o'clock, yeah, I go home. And then at seven o'clock, I could probably talk into my neighbor about real estate. And people always ask me, how is the market? How is the market? You know, if I could go back to the beginning of my career, you know what one thing I would do differently? That's my next question. So go for it. (laughs) I would, I would definitely, definitely, um, probably have grasped the concept of the technology a lot quicker. I probably, I I definitely would have gone to more seminars. Uh, I probably, I definitely would have picked more mentors uh, in my life. And and I would have definitely have uh, listened to more motivational uh, music and speakers and things that could have built my business and catapulted it faster than when I first started. And I was six months, the first six months I had no, I had a little bit of direction, but I had no direction to build this business that I have now. And that's probably something I would have done differently. I I watched an episode of The Honeymooners where uh, the character went door to door selling irons and when he when he sold irons, I said, "That's that's it. I gotta go door to door," and that's how I discovered door to door. By the way, <laughs> the honeymoon. Yeah, and I, I cut. Yeah, I cut a a picture. I saw my nephew coloring a uh, Captain America, so I cut his head off. I, I you know, I, I not my nephew's the Captain America, <laughs> and I I made a copy of it and and I put my head there a picture of my head there and in the shield i put a house that we were selling at the time and i put when it comes to buying renting or even selling your home let joe sonona be your super agent and i went door to door uh, for three weeks and got 14 listings in three weeks wow that's my claim to fame and in this neighborhood people still remember me going door to door and now 29 years later still going door to door, still prospecting with different people, maybe the second and third generation of people that I you know, first met, yeah. uh, newer homes, people who have turned over their homes in the last 29 years, and um, getting a whole different story, a whole new story uh, that's relevant to what I did 29 years ago, only in a different light, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think what I would do differently is to do all the things that I've done today quicker, um, than I than I did. There was a lot of procrastination. There was a lot of hesitation, a lot of fear. Uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, operate with this fear syndrome, and they shouldn't. Uh, just take risks, take steps. If you can do it, if you have six months worth of reserve in in money, uh, absolutely take those risks because it will give you a good ROI uh, uh, for yourself. Uh, just take the risk. Just do it. (laughs) That's a great way to end. Uh, Thank you so much for being on the show today, Joe. Thank you so much for having me. And I look forward to uh, making sure that this broadcast not only reaches the new agent, but reaches the seasoned agent or the veteran in the business, however way you want to call it, to empower them to love real estate the way I do, to redefine yourself once and for all. 
So if somebody wants to follow you, read more about you, uh, where can they where can they learn more? I'm on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. I have uh, all social media. Uh, you can Google me at uh, Joe Sonona. I like the name Joe as opposed to Joseph, my legal name. I have uh, a ton of uh, stuff out there on the internet. Uh, and I have uh, my Facebook page is uh, Sonona Speaks Seminars. And my, uh, my YouTube page is the same, Sonona Speaks Seminars. My Instagram is Sonona Sells LB. And, um, you know, just, just Google me. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Well, thank you again, Joe. Uh, this was awesome. That was Joe Sonona, team leader at the Joe Sonona team at Verdeshi Realty and CEO of Sonona Speaks Seminars. You can subscribe to Shop Talk on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Join us next time as we examine agent safety, including tips every agent should know to stay safe on the job. Shop Talk is a production of the CE Shop. Thank you.